What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments and securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. Today, we're going to talk about Talkspace, which goes by the stock ticker Talk. Talkspace is a telehealth company that specializes in behavioral health. Although behavioral health and mental health are not technically the same thing, I'm going to use both terms interchangeably in this video. Mental health has become such a big topic lately, especially with the pandemic and even with the Olympics with Simone Biles and Michael Phelps being vocal supporters of mental health. Talkspace recently went public via a SPAC and the stock price is down quite a bit from the SPAC IPO. Friday's closing price was $5.72 with a market cap of $870.9 million. I think that this could be a good buying opportunity. And in full disclosure, I do have a position in the Talkspace stock and the warrants. In this video, I'm first going to give a high-level overview of Talkspace. Second, I'm going to go over my bull case for the stock. Third, I'm going to go over my bear case. And fourth, I'm going to go over my game plan for how I'm investing in Talkspace. All of this right after. I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donnie Nguyen and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, my channel is primarily about investing in the stock market. If you want to learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it as it truly helps out the channel. And be sure to check out my Patreon if you want to get more insights into my SPAC portfolio or my growth-oriented long-term portfolios, or if you just want to support the channel. And also, be sure to check out my free Discord to talk about SPACs and other stocks with other members of the Wolves of Investing community. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Talkspace is a leading digital and virtual behavioral health care company. The company connects individuals with licensed therapists through its app to treat mental health issues such as anxiety, addiction, depression, eating disorders, and more. The Talkspace platform is HIPAA compliant and uses banking grade industry standard encryption. Talkspace offers its services direct to consumers as well as through employee assistance programs, health insurance plans such as Blue Cross and Optum, and direct to employers such as Blackstone, Google, and Accenture. When they released their SPAC presentation, they had around 28,000 active direct-to-consumer B2C members and covered around 39 million lives 
B2B. As of March 31st, these numbers increased to around 35,000 B2C active members and nearly 42 million B2B eligible lives. Talkspace members have access to around 2,650 providers across all 50 U.S. states. And that number grew dramatically from just 1,300 in 2019. 100% of providers have a master's degree or higher with an average of eight years experience per provider. There's also a good amount of diversity among the providers within 21 clinical specialties. Two very well-known spokespeople for Talkspace are Michael Phelps and Demi Lovato. And according to a July 2020 brand survey, Talkspace had the highest brand awareness relative to competitors in the U.S. behavioral telehealth market. Talkspace was founded by Oren and Roni Frank, who are both married to each other. They had couples therapy early in their marriage that saved their marriage. And that sparked them to start a company that could make behavioral health therapy more accessible to the masses. According to the investor presentation, over 70 million Americans suffer from mental illness. 17 million U.S. adults have had at least one major depressive episode in the past year. There's been a 30% increase in the annual U.S. suicide rate since 2001. $4.6 billion is spent annually in the U.S. on unnecessary ER visits for mental illness. And there is $192 billion of annual lost wages and lost productivity in the U.S. resulting from mental health issues. At a high level, the areas that Talkspace can continue to grow are through expanding its user base and increasing engagement, expanding partnerships, international expansion, and M&A. Some potential M&A opportunities in the future are wellness and coaching platforms, chronic managed care, virtual therapy and psychiatry adjacencies, and face-to-face -face therapy and psychiatry platforms. And currently, there are providers on Talkspace that can write prescriptions for members. Since 2017, Talkspace has been growing its revenues at 60% CAGR and growing its gross profit at 78% CAGR. Of course, most of that growth came from the 2020 pandemic. But the growth was very good even before the pandemic. Prior to the SPAC transaction, $250 million was expected to make it to the balance sheet with zero debt at closing. But there were over 25 million shares of common stock that were redeemed at the close of the business combination, which resulted in $154 million in the trust account following the redemptions. I won't be 100% sure until the Q2 earnings come out, but it's my understanding that they should have around $154 million on the balance sheet assuming they didn't spend any of the cash yet. So I'm really curious to find out exactly how much cash they had at the end of Q2. The Q2 earnings are expected to be released today after the market close. I'm not gonna go over the entire investor presentation, but I will leave a link to it in the video description, and I encourage you to check it out if you're interested. So what is my bull case for the stock? Talkspace was already growing revenues at a steady pace even before the pandemic. But like many other companies that benefited from stay-at-home orders, their revenue growth accelerated in 2020. As a result of the pandemic, 
mental health has become an even bigger topic of discussion. If this trend continues, I'm projecting revenues to grow at around 30% CAGR for the next five years. I'm gonna be conservative and estimate 2021 revenues to be around $108 million, which is just four times the Q1 revenues. Using the 30% CAGR, this would mean around $401 million in annual revenues in five years. Using Teladoc as a comparable, Teladoc has a price to sales ratio of around 14 to 15X. To give myself a margin of safety, I'm gonna use a more conservative price to sales ratio of 10X, which would be a market cap of around $4 billion in five years. As of Friday, Talkspace had a market cap of around $871 million. So that would be a return of 360% in five years in my bull case. So what is my bear case? One bear case that I have is competition from other companies such as BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a subsidiary of Teladoc. Based on some internet searches, it seems to me that both Talkspace and BetterHelp have very similar offerings. Because of that, I feel like they'll both be competing for the same customers and that could slow down Talkspace's growth trajectory. A second bear case I have is that the recent growth in the industry is overly reliant on the pandemic and that future growth may not be sustainable. If that's the case, we could see a major slowdown in revenue growth, which could lead to lower price-to-sales multiples. For illustrative purposes, if we only see a 10% CAGR and a 5X price-to-sales ratio, that would give us a market cap of $870 million in five years for a total return of 0%. So what is my game plan? As I mentioned earlier, I already have a position in the stock and the warrants. I'm keeping my position small for now, less than 1% of my entire stock portfolio. I'm relatively bullish on talk space, but I wanna build up more confidence in my bull thesis before I decide to scale up my position. But if for some reason, the stock price falls even further to under $4, or the warrants fall below 80 cents, I may consider adding more to my position assuming I'm still confident in my bull thesis. And if you want to know more about warrants, be sure to check out my SPAC warrant basics video where I answer a lot of questions that my viewers have asked about warrants. But generally speaking, warrants are a lot riskier because they usually are a lot more volatile, have a five-year time limit, and management can also redeem them earlier than the five years, which happens quite a bit. All right, so let me know what you think about Talkspace. Are you planning to invest in Talkspace? Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.